Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck, and thank you for joining me for the opening episode for the fall season. It is September 4, and we are super excited to be back. We took a summer break. I'm coming back refreshed, ready to go, and excited to share uh, what God has laid on my heart. And uh, we're going to be dealing with a very interesting topic. We're going to be dealing with some interesting topics in the fall time. And the one that I think perhaps has been a little bit misunderstood and become, I guess you could say, the junk box of uh, commentators and uh, political activists and things. And that is the term, here it is, Christian nationalism. Christian nationalism. And for some that is hearing that right now, you'll either have a reaction of alarm and repugnancy. Others will be, yes, that's exactly what we need. And to be honest, it's really hard to define what Christian nationalism is because it is, as I said, become the junk box of political and religious ideologies over the last three years, especially uh, since the January 6th uh, unrest there in Washington, D.C. at the Capitol. Uh, It has really come into the forefront, especially in media today, about Christian nationalism. Now, pretty much if you are in any way conservative and a conservative Christian, you can be labeled a Christian nationalist. That would be an incorrect label and an incorrect categorization of that. Uh, But let's just look at a couple of basic things about Christian nationalism that I think really we need to be careful as Christians that we not get caught up in this. Uh, And we hear phrases like this, that America needs to get back to its roots as a Christian nation. And to be honest, I would agree with you about that. I believe a lot of preachers in America believe that. However, not everybody that says that means the same thing. And so usually what it has historically meant is that we need to see revival in America. We need to see an increase of witness. We need to see an increase of people in in the United States of America turning to God. And in doing that, they will begin to make decisions. They will begin to elect officials that reflect the laws of God. Uh, and they will. you will see a turning away from sin. And that is what most people mean by we need to see our country return to being a Christian nation. Uh, And when we take a look at the founding of our country, it was miraculous. Uh, And God's hand was in it. Uh, But we see the United States of America from the beginning, you weren't forced to be a Christian. Uh, Now we know England did that, and actually the early parts of a lot of the colonies uh, in America, whether it be Plymouth or it be Jamestown and different things, they had different ideas when it came to religion. They were they tried to legislate morality and moral decisions. And yes, there's a consequence for sin, and we understand that. However, the trying to re- legislate morality never works. Uh, the decisions that God had has us make. He gives us a choice. He gives us the path of righteousness, which is the blessing of God, or the path of sin, which will always result in judgment. But God gives us a choice. He doesn't force us in one way or another. God gives us free choice. And when you take that free choice away, then uh, especially civilly and politically, it becomes a dictatorship. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, pastor thinks, you know, Preacher Spurbeck believes that, 
you know, we just need to accept the way things are. I didn't say that. What I did say is that Christian nationalism many times promotes a forcible reset of the government, taking over the government, and making basically establishing Christianity as the state religion, which our founding fathers were vehemently against, which is what had happened in England. It didn't turn out very well. Anytime a national religion or national state church is established, it never ends well. It always ends in corruption, it ends in sin, and it ends in oppression, and it does not end in something that glorifies God. And that is very, very clear uh, when we look at history. But Christian nationalism, that's one of the aspects of it. Another aspect of it is that they're uh, generally is anti-Semitic, uh, that Jews are dangerous, Israel is dangerous, we should not be helping Israel. Uh, and this would be ones like Stephen Anderson and different ones that are preachers that are prominent and that they very much promote anti-Semitic and anti-Jewish uh a sentiment that you know they're the murders of Jesus and that we should be reject God has rejected them that now the church the Christianity is now spiritual Israel uh, and that is not true obviously then you've got a dominion theology that we're to have dominion and that Christians are to be the ones in charge and in control if you look at historically that true believers in Christ have never been the majority as you look through over the last 2,000 years they never have been uh, and Christ very clearly tells us we never will be, uh, so that the world is going to hate us. Uh, but still, we have a message to deliver. Uh, but never, nowhere in the Bible does it say that uh, God is done with Israel, that the promises God made to Abraham are still not in effect. We see the opposite in the book of Revelation, that Re uh, Israel eventually does come back to the Lord Jesus Christ and accepts him as their Messiah. And God is pleased with that, and the re and the restoration takes place. So we know that's what the Bible says, but there are those that say, well, because the trouble in Hollywood. Now, we do know Hollywood is a problem. It is a place of moral debauchery. Uh, but you got to be careful when saying that. You ask people what they mean. Sometimes what they mean is that they're talking about the Jew, that the Jews run Hollywood. And that is all the Jews' fault that we have all the immorality today. That is the Jews that runs the banks. And that's why we have all they're concerned about is ruling the world and running the world. These are anti-Semitic thoughts that are completely untrue that have gone on for years and are very dangerous. We have to be careful about that. Uh, another aspect of Christian nationalism is that it is an emphasis. Uh, really, one person described it as political idolatry. It is placing patriotism above your Christianity. At the end of the day, we're temporary citizens in this earth. Now, I am patriotic. I love the United States of America. I love the nation we live in. My family, through the generations, has served in our armed forces all the way back to the Revolutionary War, and I am super proud of that. And I'm so thankful And that what they fought for. They fought for freedom. They fought in World War II, and they have fought for the freedom of our nation. I will forever be thankful for them, and I'm proud to have that in my heritage. However, at the end of the day, if I have to choose between being a an American and being a Christian, I'm going to choose being a Christian every time because it's coming to that point in our nation because of the moral decay. And I, our our country had chosen to be followers of the Lord in the past, especially in its founding. But our nation has chosen a different path, has chosen not to be a Christian nation. Should it choose to come back to the Lord? Absolutely, because the Bible says righteousness exalted the nation. However, you can't force that to take place. You can't make it happen. You can't force people to get right with God. You can't force our nation to return to God. It must make its own decision whether or not it accepts 
the Lord Jesus Christ as its Savior and accepts the Bible as the moral law of the land, or if we are going to choose a different path. God always gives us a choice, and that's what America has been about, choosing our path, good or bad. And that is what we need to be for, is for freedom. That's freedom. And that's that freedom can either we can chain ourselves or we can free ourselves with that freedom. And we need to have that freedom. And Christian nationalism, in the general sense of the word, does not promote that and is actually uh, forcibly, the government's never going to change. We need to forcibly take it over. It is a dangerous and it is a uh, very much a confused view of how the Bible states itself and how God states himself. And let's just read a verse here. Uh, going to the Bible, of course, uh, there's a lot of confusing things here. First Corinthians 14.33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Uh, and said, well, America needs a reconstruction. America needs to get back to the Bible. I agree with you. But we cannot make it happen. It must be a natural process of seeing people come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, should we see law, now should Christians stand up and see get abort, see abortion outlawed? Absolutely, yes. It is morbid, morally reprehensible in the eyes of God. It is murder. Uh, should we end activities in our country that are against the laws of God? Absolutely, yes. We should. Now, should we have a uh, a law banning uh, homosexuals and banning gays from our land because they're homosexuals? No, that is not what. America is about. We don't see that given everywhere in the Bible. However, the government should not also be recognizing it as marriage when it is obviously not, and giving the same rights as married people and the same tax protections as married people because they, in the eyes of God, they are not married. That is not right, and government shouldn't do that, and our government was wrong to decide that uh, four or five years ago. It was wrong for our government to do that, and that should be reversed. However, we cannot just say, well, this group of people, these people that don't believe, believe Muslims ought to be banned from America, and uh, Jews ought to be banned from America because they don't, they're not on their way to heaven, they're not saved, so they should be banned from America, and they either need to convert to Christianity or be deported. That's wrong. That is not freedom. Though that sounds great, we think that that's getting to the result the wrong way. The right way is to share the one, them Christ, and they must make a decision. That's what America is all about. And we need to be careful that we don't get carried away with these ideologies that promote these things. At the end of the day, they promote tyranny. They, they actually promise freedom. They take away freedom. And it's freedom only for those. You know, we look at people today. Well, there's only freedom for super, certain groups of people in America. Yes, that's what Christian nationalism is. Only freedom for Christians. If you're not a Christian, then you don't have freedom. That's not right. That's not how government is supposed to function, and it is not what our founding fathers intended for our nation. So I want to share that with you today. There'll be more, a little bit more of an expansion of this, especially the area of anti-Semitism. As we look at that, is God really done with Israel, or are there prophecies? Are there? We already looked at what Revelation just touched on it, but we're going to be expanding on that over the next couple of weeks. We need to be concerned about Israel. We need to be concerned and stand with Israel. We need to be concerned and share the gospel with the Jewish people. They need to be saved, and they are open to their Messiah, but they simply are blinded to him. And we need to be involved as Christians in knowing how to uh, witness these groups of people. Also, we're going to be learning how to witness to Mormons, how to witness to Jehovah's Witnesses, Catholics, over the coming weeks. And we're going to be looking at how we can reach these pe groups of people with the gospel. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Soldier Podcast. You can follow us on rss.com, sermonaudio.com. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. It comes out every Monday morning, and we look forward to seeing you next time.